Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agoracom, in which we take the time through the small cap executives after they put up port news. Guys, for those of you who believe in the future of nickel and their important and its importance to electric vehicles, then you're going to love this interview with Power Nickel because they're an emerging growth company you need to start paying attention to. And why is that? Well, amongst many things, they drill one of the best nickel holes reported in recent history. And that came from their NISC property, which is comprised of numerous historical high-grade nickel intercepts. It's actually got a historical 4301, but that's going to be replaced imminently in the next several weeks. And they're in a jurisdiction with infrastructure and three other battery metal explorers, big guys right beside them, critical elements, galaxy resources, and Namaskalibs lithium. In the upcoming 43101, they're targeting 8 to 10 million tons, and we'll find out what the real number, the final number is in November. Long-term, over the next couple of years, they're targeting 20 to 50 million tons, and they're aiming to make NISC the world's first carbon-neutral nickel mine. Now, they've had great third-party validation around that. For example, CVM, CVMR Investment uh, made an investment to fund the company's feasibility program. We talked about that a while back. And today, the company's announced closing of a financing for $2 million, which is unbelievable in this environment. And wait till you hear who the leader investor is. Terry, welcome back, my friend. Great to be here, George. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. Hey, Terry. Okay, first question first. How do you raise money at 50 cents when your stock is sitting in the, is in the 21, 22 cent range? Well, that's, you know, one of the great uh, pleasures of being in critical minerals in Quebec. You know, they have an amazing financial package there if you know how to, you know, manage that system. And so we've got, uh, you know, a couple of, you know, uh, people that we work with over there, IA and, and uh, WCPD, and they've been able to uh, several times, uh, provide us these types of deals. So they give us the investor uh, at 50 cents, you know, and then we buy back that investment literally the next second, you know, um, you know, minutes later for 25 cents. So our investor ultimately ends up putting in 25 cents. Um, and in this case, it was a, a, a unit. So they got half a warrant. So, so they, the, the half warrant is it's priced at 50 cents, callable at a dollar. So, you know, so that was the package. So, so that's how you do it. You know, so it, it basically is a, amazing uh tool for us because we can you know we get 50 cents in cash to do our exploration with and uh and you know don't dilute at 21 cents or 22 cents or whatever the market was at so that that was yeah, I gotta uh, love gotta love <clears throat> Quebec and how mining friend how mining friendly they are yeah you know it's and, and it, like it, it's it's a, it's amazing and and of course you know the it's not just an exploration ultimately it'll be there for development too right so so you know if a nickel mine costs 400 million to build um, you know, then about 55% of that is available in tax credits between the feds and the province. So you're going to get half your money to build the mine uh, that way. So, uh, I mean, this is mind-blowing stuff, really. The governments have done, we, we, we criticize the governments uh, often and without, uh, with a lot of justification, I think. Well, more but the federal it, than the provincial. Uh, but with, but with, but with the... Uh, <clears throat> With the critical minerals thing, you know, I think the the governments, both federally and provincially, have done their part, you know, and and there's other problems that we, you know we can talk about, but but uh, but yeah, you know, so it, it's it's a great program, and we've taken advantage of it, and 
and it's been beneficial for our shareholders. So here's the big news. It's who is coming along for the ride. And if you don't mind, I'm going to read your quote here. We're pleased to close the previous announced private placement. This investment was completed jointly by Rob McEwen and the Lynch family, your family. It was a great vote of confidence to get a mining hall of famer like Rob McEwen to make an, an initial investment in the company. Uh, getting mining hall of famer Rob McEwen is a major coup. Uh, how, how did this come about? Because he's not doing any favors. He knows his stuff and he puts his money where his mouth is. Yeah. You know, uh, I've known Rob for a few years now and he's a, you know, obviously a super capable guy and one of the, one of the biggest names in mining. And, and uh, I think we, I think he became aware of the project. We we're at a Northern Miner presentation in Toronto and we gave a presentation and a mutual friend reintroduced us again. And we started a dialogue and over the next six months, you know, he became comfortable with the project and what we we're doing. And, you know, um, Rob is a, you know, he's a mining guy. You, you're not going to fool him, <laughs> you know, so not that we're out in the fooling business, but, but he understands what a good ore body is and that good ore bodies get paid. So he's, he's a, he's often, you know, look at great bear. He was like one of the earliest guys in there. He's a, he's a guy that uh, is not afraid to get in early and, you know, cause he, he does his due diligence. He knows his, homework and he knows what works so so that was attractive for us to get a you know high profile name like that on site because you know frankly uh you know we've got i mean uh some other profile investors for sure but but that would certainly be our highest profile investor and we're welcome to glad to have him and, and happy to uh listen to his sage advice as we go forward Terry, how much third-party validation is that for both the company in terms of you know your management team your strategy all that and for NISC itself as a nickel project. I mean, that to me is like the ultimate third party validation, but you, you know, you maybe talk, yeah, talk about yeah, that. No, no. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big, you know, it's a big plus for sure. You know, and, and we were, we were just in, we were in London um, and I was presenting again at the Northern Miner thing over there. Um, and uh, you know, we, we, uh, our, our uh, headline that day was the best nickel deal on the planet period. You know, which is a pretty cheeky headline, but it was it was before a keynote, and I needed to sort of you know wake people up in the morning, and and I and I you know evidenced it for them, and and you know obviously one of the things that you know we've got going for us in addition to great drill results and amazing potential is that fact that you know quality people like Rob have identified that this is a, a worthwhile investment, you know and that that name even rings bells in. In Europe, you know, so so that that is a big move for us, and 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 uh, um, you know, I, and he was kind enough, you know, he doesn't have to, uh, you know, let his name be out there. You know, I asked him, I said, Rob, look, be a plus that we could, you know, uh, let people know. I mean, he's a private guy; sure. he doesn't have to do that. So so God bless him that he's doing that. And I mean, I find like guys like Rob and Eric Sprott, people like that, you know, they they give back. You know what I mean? They 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 give. Uh, juniors a shot when they when they when they deserve it and and don't put their money where their mouth is and i mean that's uh, the circle of life you know and and in this economy uh <laughs> there's not that many investors really it's it's ridiculous i mean because this project is you know is a phenomenal project and 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 people will be embarrassed they didn't invest in this that's all i will say you know they they will they will say <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I, I can't believe that. i i didn't listen to that guy you know the guy told me 10 times and his, they just crushed it. And that's what's going to happen to this thing. It's going to be an absolute crusher. 
and people are going to say i just made a note of that that's why i'm writing this down i time stamped it so i can get a clip out of that just to put it out there in the world because right. i love the fact that look rob McEwen just doesn't does isn't the only guy putting the money where his mouth is you're putting your money where your mouth is too with some pretty bold statements and to that to that extent the ultimate the ultimate measuring stick of whether nisc or any project is is going to be is going to be worth something is the four to three one to one. So I want to read your quote uh, again, where you say part of the funds are going to enable us to report our inaugural four to three one to one middle resource on the NIST property in November. The report should show the world how robust NISC is and will we believe puts into another category in terms of valuations, the category of undeveloped high grade nickel sulfide project. Within that category, and here's the big, here's the big ending. We believe NISC is the world's most undervalued project of its time of its kind. I mean, you put that right in a press release. You're an industry stalwart. You got people like Rob McEwen in, uh, investing with you, and they're not going to let you just shoot your mouth off uh, if if it wasn't if you didn't have a strong basis for that. Explain to everybody at home what your basis is for thinking that in layman's terms, just big picture. Yeah, in, in, in layman's terms, you know, what, what we did was we just looked at other high-grade nickel sulfide projects that are undeveloped around the world that have 43 101s, that have at least 1% nickel EQ. And we looked at their valuations and the amount of tonnage of resource they have and, and did a little bit of, you know, calculation. And then you look at ours. And if you sort of, you know, believe, you know, uh, always, you know, it's not based on the historical number of 3.1, it's based upon what we ultimately believe will put out somewhere in the eight to 10. And the fact that it's going to go substantially beyond that, then you basically we're trading at five to 10% on the dollar relative to these other people. The math is there. And those people are not bad deals either, by the way, they're all down no. 50, 60, 70%. So it's like, I'm not disparaging those investments because I think there's a lot of great companies out there uh, in the nickel space. And, and we're not, this is not us against them. This is us just saying from an asymmetric risk perspective, your downside risk for investing in power nickel right now is very, very slim. And 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 your upside is enormous. And you don't have to pay for the upside. You're buying it at a deep discount right now. If you actually do your due diligence, look at our drill reports, look at, at run the comparables, uh, you'll come to that math yourselves. And and that's, you know, that'll become more apparent as we obviously get the 43101 out. And as we, you know, as this thing you know, takes off. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's why we make those claims. We don't make uh, willy nilly claims. We are fully prepared to back it up. And when we did that in, in New York, Absolutely. I, you know, we, 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 uh, we got, uh, or in, uh, in London, we had some interesting response that stuff that's still being worked on right now that, uh, I think will be very valuable for us in the future. By the way, Terry, it's October 24th today. So November is a week away. So are you looking at you know, this four through one one because you say in November, first week of November, midway. Yeah, we, 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 we have a general yeah, we, ETA yeah, we've been say, we've been saying mid November, so that's yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that would right be right before yeah. American Thanksgiving. Smart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somewhere between you know after the thirteenth uh, and and before American Thanksgiving. That's the window. Yeah. And going with your analogies about you know investors will be embarrassed and so on and so forth. It's almost like. You can acquire, you can uh, an investor can buy power nickel at Black Friday prices right now. You know, uh, <laughs> it's totally on Black Friday prices right now. You know, <laughs> it, 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 it's uh, 
it's funny it, you know and it the the mentality needs to change in in, in you know with canadian investors you know what i mean and i, and I get the uh the uh you know but i i, I had folks contact me today and say would you like some regular flow through money and i haven't looked at that for a while and i, and I said so what's that coming at so 20 percent above the market i'm saying why would i do that you know it's like you know i just raised money at 50 cents i could have raised more why would i raise it at 26 you know what I mean? but it, it's that mentality you know it's just it's just wow it's mind-blowing you know but but uh the um uh but the mentality, you know, I, you say, I the mentality needs to change in terms of yeah, how you look I, at these investments. And, 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 and in fairness to them they're just reacting to the market conditions and really the market conditions are a subset of of a very poor regulatory environment you know our regulators are doing an awful job of regulating the junior mining sector so, the junior capital market sector period and and i'm sorry we've tried for three years to talk to these guys to lobby nicely and to do whatever to give them research to give them data to no avail to them saying oh everything's great yet here we are in a top quartile commodities market arguably maybe even a top 10 percent commodities market and the tsx fees and a 10-year bottom has raised less yeah. equity now than ever in the history so let me tell you mr regular something's wrong something's broken here and and just saying oh well our data doesn't show that that doesn't that dog doesn't hunt anymore that needs to be some changes there needs to be yeah some new, like we were talking regulators. about battery metal sector that should make canadians and canadian companies wealthy beyond their dreams of next it's, 10 it's years just, because we've all seen crazy. the demand <laughs> it's just it's just crazy you know i mean now's the time and these remember mining is extremely high paying mining can't move to china you know if, if we have a nickel mine in nisc in Namaska, quebec it's going to be built in NISC and Mask of Quebec. It's going to create jobs there, you know, in that community. It's going to create yeah. uh, jobs for our Aboriginal partners. Mining is a phenomenal employer of Aboriginals. Like about 10% of the workforce is Aboriginal. And that's fantastic. We need to build bridges in the, those communities. And, you know, it's like generates tremendous taxes. We, yeah, if you look at our budget lately, yeah, we've got a lot of deficits. We need positive taxes. So it's like, uh, you know, this is, uh, a really a sad situation. Uh, I mean, uh, luckily, I mean, for us individually as a company, uh, we see that this thing is going to get dealt with or without the market. It's so bloody good, George. And and that's going to happen. And wow. people, people will not believe me, but I, I don't care. They will believe eventually when it's being built. But, you know, this this is coming. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, just a, it's just a shame that, uh, you know, this golden opportunity is being wasted by uh, by Canada. Well, look. In the meantime, you know, you and I, you, no, you and I. She, I came put me in the same sentence as you, but you and your group have done unbelievable work and that saved Canadian mining. And we'll save more of that conversation for another interview because I think we might be coming out to talk to investors in the investment community in the near future. So we'll let people know about that. But yeah, yeah, you've you've done you've done the data. You figure you you figure out the data. You've dig you've dug it all up. It's not like you're just screaming. My stock is down. Must be a short seller. Uh, we know the data says exactly what you're saying it is. And hopefully, um, necessity breeds. Uh, what's the, what's the term? Invention. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna have to wake up sooner or later. Anyways, otherwise, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and, now, and and look, honestly, I'm, we're blessed. Honestly, a uh, 
hey, look, as, as you look at the awful situations around the world, thanks be to God, we, we don't have any of those situations here in Canada. And so we, we are blessed with really overwhelming opportunity to do something constructive for ourselves, for our shareholders, for our yeah. communities, for our country. And, and we'll find a way through this, but we have to do it with some resolve. You know, the, the, you know, we have to, we, 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 we got to get more aggressive. I think Canadians have learned something over the whole COVID era and this, all this, you know, stuff. It's like, we can't be sleepy anymore. We can't let, you know, we got to sort of stand up for our rights. And we, and when people are not working and not doing things right, we need to say, Hey, this is wrong period. You probably saw my tweet because I know you follow me and you see a lot of my stuff where I said the other day where I said, I believe in reversions to the mean. And what I mean by what I meant by that, as I explained it was when people have problems, putting food on the table, paying their rent or housing affordability and are afraid of their financial stability, they stop effing around with their vote and they start taking a closer look at, hold on here. Seven years ago, I voted for someone just because they're popular. They got a great name, making me great promises. Yeah. Now, Terry, what I think is going to happen is People are going to take a close look at their vote and say, hold on here. Who's going to put food on my table? And the first guys at government stand up and say, we've got a number of them, but one of them is supporting junior capital markets, especially in mining, because the world is about to consume more nickel and lithium and, and you name it than, than its history by a factor of 100. And we can capitalize on that. I think people, I think that's that dynamic. And I'm not trying to be hopeful. I think that's what's actually going to happen, right? Because uh, yeah, no one's going to vote so. for George because saying, hey, Sunny Way, vote for me. Trust me. No, no. Now they're going to say, George, you're out. Terry, you're in because he's hands to the grindstone. He's He's got real ideas to generate jobs, long-term wealth, long-term tax creation. And I think that's what's going to happen unless you disagree. No, I, I, I agree. You know, I, I, I um, you know, I, um, I, I certainly pray that happens. You know, and and uh, I believe it's it's almost certainly going to happen. But uh, you know, <laughs> these guys are are uh, they've uh, slipped through the uh, envelope once before. You know, I thought they'd be gone the last time, but they survived. So uh, they're 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 way better politicians than people give them credit for. Uh, not that I'm you know happy about that, but they're they are smooth operators. They know so, what they're doing. That's for and, sure. And, and uh, you know, uh, we'll see. You know, so. Uh, uh, I, I think Terry, people get hungry. They can't afford groceries. I think yeah. now they're going to say, hey, George is out. George is too much on the, trust me, optimism, uh, unicorns and rainbows. Guys like Terry is in hard-nosed, real fundamentals, real plan based on real stuff out. And I, I, th I let, think that's let, what's going to happen. Let's, let's, hope. let's hope so, George. I mean, from a company standpoint, we have to we, we have to be somewhat politically agnostic. What we're looking for is to create a set of circumstances that – our company succeeds and our shareholders succeed right. irrespective of, of the political environment. And for that, for us, it's it's sort of like we've got enough capital now to move forward constructively into Q1. We're going to get our, you know, our 43101 out there. Uh, we're going to have an update of our fleet uh, space uh, technology, the ambient noise tomography, which is enables us to drill some super exciting holes. And there's a lot more excitement coming on that. I mean, this thing is is going to be big. And, and we're going to yeah let's talk about that world. for one second because i think that's a really because i want to talk about how the fact that you know this proves more and more that you are a forward thinker so you have a partnership with fleet space technologies and people don't know that so i'm going to say someone's going to blow them away they're developer and operator of a constellation of microsatellites 
that delivers universal connectivity across the globe, including the expiration of nickel ore deposit at the NISC project. I mean, you're you're basically Elon Musking, uh, you know, expiration for no for expiration for for for. Well, nickel. you know what, and it, it's actually Elon Musk who sort of made this all happen, really, because really? he brought yeah yeah he br he brought uh, this idea to Talon Metals uh, when he did the the offtake. This is what I heard. And and we came across it because Talon Metals put out a uh, a um, press release saying that they were going to use this technology to expand their resource, which they did, by the way. And and we we saw it and we sort of thought to ourselves, wow, that that sounds cool. And you know, Talon Metals is obviously a very, you know, it's like who who would power like nickel like to be when they grew up would like to be Talon Metals. That's they're the big guy in the space right now, and I think we could very easily be them or or more. Um, and and but what was interesting was that they were proven explorers. So they're proven explorers, top guys in the nickel business, they're using it. So that's that's why we made the call and learned about this technology. And then we we put it to work. We've worked with it for several months now and uh, we're already getting great results. And, and you know, it's you know I, I think this is gonna be a, a real game changer for us and for the industry. I mean, I think you have to use it in conjunction with other tools. But if you use it with conjunction with other tools, I think you can eliminate a lot of bad drilling, and and I think you can get to deposits a lot quicker, and uh, that's the name of the game. Above and beyond the impact it's going to have on NISC's exploration uh, efforts, what I also love about this this partnership is that don't tell me the gray-haired guys aren't forward-thinking adopters of great technology, you know, because sometimes there's this narrative out there that you got to be a 24 year old kid with pink or blue hair in order to really understand the stuff and here you are terry you got a little more gray hair than me yeah. but we're in that same category <laughs> and you're bringing you know some micro satellites to help you explore for next yeah yeah no i mean it, listen you take good ideas where you find them and you know, what, what was interesting uh i'll tell you a little rob McCune story that really struck me we were in new york uh, i was listening at the society of metal analysts there and Rob was talking about his project in uh, in Argentina, uh, and 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 the biggest challenge he's got down there is social license to build, and he is building a copper mine down there, and it's a it's a you know a huge mine, uh, relatively low lowish grade, but still economic. Uh, but in order to get his social license, he actually hired the world's foremost landscape architect to re envision what a mine would look like, and that thing looks like more like a resort. They make all their own food and water. And and I, it just was mind-blowing. But, I mean, in the overall capex of a project like that, it probably added 2 3 4%. I don't know. But it transformed the social license. So now it's like a place where people would die to go and work. People want to be partners with. And I thought to myself, well, there, there he is, you know. He's already made Gold Corp into a $10 billion sale. And, you know, still enjoying the passion of the game, getting out there and, and doing – you know, reimagining mining. That's what he's doing. So, uh, you know, it's amazing. These these guys are always out there innovating and we have to learn from them and and, and try and, you know, bring our own uh, innovations to the table as well. Well, but, that probably is another reason why he's an investor in this round, not just because NISC is such a great project, but sees you as a forward thinker, kind of reminds him of him, looks for the guys who are you know, going outside of the box to do great things. And the, just that partnership of fleet space alone is fantastic. Last question for you. Um, and you've said publicly a couple of times, going back and forth through 101, that you're aiming for 
eight to ten million tons. Um, and it's not like you're it's not like you're setting that stone. You're kind of saying you're targeting that. Uh, do you think you do you still thinking that for the for this four to three one one and you're still thinking maybe twenty to fifty million tons over the next two years? Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah, if if, if anything, I'm I'm more bullish than less bullish. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know the uh, and, that that fleet stuff has really opened up our eyes as to. Uh, I mean, we got this one pod. The the way nickel sulfide the projects work around the world in the history of the world. They're always multiple pod. There's not a single single pod nickel sulfide mine ever been produced. So we've got one pod. The chances of it not having other pods, you know, it's possible. You know, we could be the first of a kind, but so far in the history of the world, no. So I'm gonna it's go like with whales. They travel together, right? Yeah. They travel yeah. together. <clears throat> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with we're gonna find other pods. And and what's interesting about this technology, they've been able to correlate, you know the the you know where the deposit is and why it is there and so the ultramafic rock let's say it has 4500 beats per second they measure the velocity of of this rock you know that and, and i may have Unbelievable. That. yeah it's crazy and so when when that velocity drops by about 500 beats um that's where the mass of sulfide it gets loaded almost on a one-for-one -one basis so so what we've been able to see when we stepped over for that 300 meter step out hole that we hit on we'll announce the assays on you know very soon um but we know visibly it looked fantastic and you know you know we know it's going to be a good hole we did that 300 step boat because we saw it on this this map you know basically so that's a big step out it looks like it goes several hundred kilometers you know meters beyond that but we we did it there first we'll keep on going but we think that first pod will be my guess is probably be i don't know 12 to 14 million tons in that one pod. And we, we oh, think oh, we've, <laughs> yeah, we think we think we've identified those signatures in two other pods to the uh, north and east and, and possibly one to the west. Okay. So wait, this is what I was doing with the guys in London. I said, okay, so that's fantastic. Potentially that's what when, when you say, how do you get to your 20 to 50? I'd say that's that's how I get to my 20 to 50. But I said, you know what? You know where nickel, if you look at Norelsk or you look at Voices Bay. Mostly, it's from 500 meters to 1500 meters. That's where the nickel is. Okay, so this is from 400 meters up. So we're doing a deeper one over there right now. And hey, I who knows that part we don't have yet. We'll get that back shortly. But this could be deeper, and there could be other. And I said, like I said to the folks, you're not paying for that. You're not. You're getting paying 10 cents a dollar for what we've already discovered. This is all freebie for you. So I mean, that's what you want as an investor. That's what asymmetric investing is all about, is that I'm buying something that's already deeply discounted and it's got even more upside. It's like, that's what you want. Get all that upside for free. That's you know who would love that deal? You know who love that deal? Uh, uh, Shark Tank, uh, Mr. Wonderful, right? Yeah. That's what he looks for. He wants to buy stuff that's undervalued and really go heavy. By the way, for everyone at home, we're not making we're not soliciting buy we're not making buy recommendations we're not soliciting or giving financial advice but we are kind of bantering about it and terry has the right to be able to talk about it's in this quote uh one of the most undervalued what is one of the the world's most undervalued project of its kind so i mean he's he's able to say that you got to do your own due diligence at home and decide if you agree with yeah. him and uh, and you want to go for the ride but from over here terry thanks for a great deal you know, Typically, financing press releases, 
we don't even do videos for those because all right, financing is good, but it's who you brought on, what you do with the money, how it's impacting, you know, the company in the next six months that made it so important. And even for me, I got way more out of this than I expected. I can't wait to have you back in sounds like three weeks, my friend. Uh, all right. for that for for that four through one oh one. So I can't wait. We're all behind you. I think I speak on behalf of all shareholders say you put the company in the best position possible. And hopefully we're celebrating in, in around mid-November, my friend. Sounds good, George. We look forward to bringing it home. Cheers. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform to Terry Lynch. He's a CEO at Power Nickel, trades in Canada, PNPN. For friends in the U.S., PNPNF. Uh, do your due diligence, guys. If you like what you heard, if you believe in the future of nickel electric vehicles, then do due diligence to Power Nickel because you don't want to be on Terry's embarrassed list 12 months from now. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.